Welcome back to the Arts Today. My name is Alessandro Angelini. Do you ever feel like art is pretentious? Like when you go to a museum and look at a lot of art that doesn't really, in quotations, make sense. Um, and you just think to yourself, it's cool, I guess? Or have you ever gone to a ballet or an opera or even listened to a symphony that you didn't quite understand and you think to yourself, was I supposed to like that? Am I missing the point? Don't worry, if you've ever had these thoughts, you are not alone. It's easy and normal to feel like art is tough to understand. Indulge me for a moment. Do you like sports? Do you think sports are easier to understand? in some way or another. Take basketball, for example. Anyone who likes basketball can tell you that there is a bit more going on than tossing a ball and hoping that it goes into a basket. Basketball is complex, complete with its own very specific set of rules, as well as different techniques that are employed and philosophized to play the game at the very best level possible. So if you understand and appreciate a sport like basketball or football, tennis, volleyball, or even baseball, within you, there is a capacity to understand and appreciate art. In today's episode, let's dive deep into a bite-sized collection of large thoughts on what art actually is, how we can break down the stigma and expectation of, quote, understanding it, and a touch more. Please enjoy. In my daily life, I notice a change in thought around art. To many of us, art is a physical expression. A physical expression of an idea or of a personal or societal motif. In this context, art must be an objective thing. There must be qualities that are inherently artistic within anything. Through this perspective, only certain defined things can be presented as art across its physical mediums. What if, instead, we viewed art as a more implicit and abstract quality or thing? I know, it sounds kind of pretentious, but bear with me. What if we looked at a sneaker, for example? In a very literal sense, a shoe is a product with some specific purpose. You put it on your foot so that you don't get cut up while walking on varied terrain. Now, in this strictly literal and utilitarian view of the sneaker, the shoe doesn't seem like much. It seems like a means to a specific end. However, in the production of this sneaker, someone had to dream up the way it looks. They had to envision something and create it out of nothing. Someone literally had to sketch out this sneaker from nothing but their imagination. And in this sense, the function of the sneaker becomes insignificant. You could probably go through life wearing blocks of rubber on your feet, unshaped, unsightly, and they would probably accomplish a similar goal. Now, the form of the shoe, the way it looks, its styling, 
Now this is promoted over all other things, all other qualities. Now you have a product that you can market, a product that can spark feelings in and inspire others, and a product that people will want for themselves. When you view the world in these terms, everything around us reveals its inherent artistry. The tractors that farmers use, the table that you sit at to eat dinner, your car, your clothes, your kitchen appliances, the buildings in your city, all of these things were designed by someone with an intention to look a specific way and provoke a specific feeling. And that's a most beautiful thing. This is evidence that something within us on a cellular level craves a level of beauty in the form of, or even in the isness, the essence of an object. Take something as mundane as a broom. If you wanted to create a broom that swept things up off the floor, you could basically string some twigs or wicker together and attach them to a stick and you have your broom. As unsightly as that might be, it would accomplish the same goal. That is, if the argument is whether function or form are more important to a human in a human-designed object. However, go look at the broom you own. Is it the aforementioned utilitarian, ungainly broom? Or is your broom designed in a more ergonomic, less visually ghastly way? It might have even come with its own dustpan, designed to, of course, pick up whatever it is that you're sweeping. But no part of the design is compromised, is what I'm getting at. Anyway, I digress. I used to think that art was so defined by its own production and the appreciation around that expression of culture or thought. In other words, the theater of and around art is what I viewed as its definition. I was consumed in trying to find every intricacy in the art that I would see because I thought that is what made the art. Of course, this has its place, but I find that it narrows the scope of what we allow ourselves to think of and ultimately consume and support as art. Obviously, art deserves to be appreciated. But I believe that appreciation begins on a more innocent level than using the theater around it to define or justify its artistic nature or even existence. Reducing the definition of art to such an elementary definition narrows our perception and appreciation of all art, full stop. Art simply is, just as you are, as I am, as the world is, and isn't there such a powerful beauty in the state of existence of things? If we're not able to appreciate that natural and authentic state of things, we will never be able to fully understand or appreciate the significance and per pervasiveness of art as a force in life. My father once said, dance is a language like no other. It isn't a verb, it is verb. It's not a mere translation of life. Dance 
is life itself. Dance is the only art in which we are the stuff of which it is made. And to honor that, I say embrace the stuff that makes you truly you. For that is the foundation of the art that you are, the art that you will become, and the art that will live on in those with which you share it. You are art. If I can impart any message from this stream of thought, let it be this. Be wary of seeing or defining art as something so codified, sophisticated, or binary. Yes, that type of art exists, but by appreciating the inherent artistry in things, life, and the self, a more evolved appreciation of art will form. It is our duty as members of our respective societies to ensure that the arts continue to exist and continue to inspire. And in order to do that, we must first learn to appreciate the art within everything, including ourselves. Thank you for finally tuning in to another episode of The Arts Today. This episode is dedicated to my family of art. Thank you for instilling within me an appreciation of normalized art and a curiosity for all other things that could be considered under that umbrella. If you liked this episode, please consider sharing it with at least one friend. And remember, the goal in life is not to know everything, but to remain curious so that we can eventually understand and appreciate our condition further. I'll see you soon.